Hi, this is Sky Brooks and the crew. You know who, Jenny and Cass, they'll be joining me. Episode 27 on philosophy, the philosophy of men, and just what intelligence really is, and the mind. And of course, evolution. See you shortly. This is Sky Brooks and crew, and you know who, Jenny and Cass will be joining me shortly with a few of their comments on these few topics that we'll be covering today. We'll be covering the philosophy, the philosophy of man, and about intelligence in the mind, and certainly it will be covering evolution, addressing these topics and a few more that we might be able to get in. Let's get started right away on the philosophy of men. What is that about? We'll start with this philosophy this is the account upon which the human mind gives itself of the constitution of the world we shall define philosophy as a total perspective as the mind overspreads life and forging chaos into unity the philosopher William Durant said it includes all questions that vitally affect the worth and significance of human life, including the realms of ethics and the nature of good life, of the good life. He mentions that only philosophy can give us wisdom. He continues saying philosophy accepts the hard and hazard tasks of dealing with problems like good, evil, beauty, ugliness, order, freedom, life and death. Every basic text on philosophy will contain, among other things, discussions relative to God, immorality, morals, matter, life existence, love, marriage, and happiness. In the elements of character, freedom, and the function of religion in Christianity, it should be evident to everyone who has even a casual knowledge of a God or of the gospel and the laws pertaining to it that philosophy is in effect a religion which rules out any type of divine guidance, or we can call that revelation, attempts to decide eternal realities by reason alone, in large part of it is an attempt to explain where one came from, to why we're here, and three, where we're going. Again, the philosophy of men. Philosophy is a system of general beliefs and views about God's existence, right and wrong, free will, immorality, and so forth, all of which rules out the true living principles or laws and a God, and as we refer to revelations that come to men. Philosophers, it is true, may profess to believe in God, that their beliefs will be of a apostate variety. They will worship laws and forces or even spirit essence described in the creeds of sectarianism. This parallels the conscious and intellect part of the man. The part that perceives, feels, wills, and thinks is called the mind. To those who will rule out, as we have explained, before there is clear evidence of the books which we have reviewed. Signature in the Cell, Undeniable, and Darwin's Doubt, and many others, clearly those who rule out these views, who suppose that all things exist by mere evolutionary chance, the mind of man is an inexplicable mystery, and the philosophers and others, it is truly a mystery. Man's mind, or man's intelligence, is in his spirit not in the natural or mortal body. Therefore, intelligence is far more than the capacity to know and understand. 
and the intelligent man is one who does more than acquire knowledge. Knowledge can be obtained and in, used in all kinds of activities, either good or bad. But intelligence presupposes the wise and the proper use of knowledge, a use that leads to the betterment and the, and the exaltation of the species. For the ultimate attainment of being the best you can, an intelligent person is one who piles his knowledge as to progress, not to the digression of a person or self, one who gains more knowledge and intelligence through these processes than any other will have so much the advantage. Because there is no sufficient secular explanation for the mind of man, the measure of intellectual is earned by obeying laws to the exact amount which you have at the time throughout your life. Some men have great mental ability in one field and someone of another. Everyone has sufficient innate capacity to know right from wrong. Great point, Sky. Thanks for letting me chime in here. Philosophy is in effect a religion and as you mentioned, is a system of general beliefs. If you can't, or don't want to understand these principles, you do have your free will and therefore will attract beliefs to yourself, whatsoever you desire. One can see why there is so much chaos. Those using their activities to create chaos, show clearly that they are not intelligent. Not intelligent, as I said, again intelligence presupposes the wise, and the proper use of knowledge, a use that leads to the betterment, even of a society, freedom and liberty not the oppression of men, or taking from one and giving it to another. That is a process of redistribution of wealth, just what Marxist socialists do. Darwinists have no sufficient explanation for the mind of man, I use man just and generalization, nothing sexist here. Got that? Those that follow the philosophy of man, therefore would you also speculate that, philosophy is a product of evolution and wild adaptations over time? Take a look at this radical implication of the thought. If men were reared under precisely the same conditions as bees, like in a beehive, there could hardly be any doubt, that our single females would, just like the worker bee, it would be their duty to kill their brother, and mothers would strive to kill the daughters, and anyone in that scheme, wouldn't think anything of it. Is that the level you wish to be at, or have you ever seen a dolphin learning a speakable language? When was the last time a shark, that made a meal of someone explain his actions? Have you ever seen the episodes of Shark Week? I would think they all have had enough time to evolve, right? My turn Jenny. Skype. Philosophy is merely a distraction, a delusion from reliance on a power greater than yourself. If you believe such flippin' nonsense, Chaos will be rampant, and the powerful will prey upon the weak, making those a subservient class, answerable to the mob. No due process, adjudged by the social media or big tech companies. Having said that, freedom was mentioned earlier. 
freedom is the power and ability to choose for oneself the course of one what they will follow, in all fields of endeavor, in which it is an alienable right. Freedom is based on truth, and no one is perfectly free unless he has knowledge of and abides in the truth. You have all heard the statement before, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. What happened to it? As long as your beliefs or any part of them are based on error, you are not completely free. Freedom of conscience, the freedom to worship according to the dictates of one's own conscience is the greatest of all freedoms. The American nation is set up and has been established as the champion of freedom. Most forget that, and many politicians could care less, just as long as they get their contributions to run for re-election. The freedoms guaranteed under our constitutional government should belong to all, and eventually a perfect law of liberty will be established. According to evolutionary theories, life will continue on this sphere with such changes, mutations, and developments as circumstances and environment requires. Isn't it the truth, is what we are all after, precisely, actually the future events involving the earth and all living things will be as dramatic and divergent from what finite intellects might assume as past events have been. These future events are in no sense harmonious with progressive evolutionary development of today, therefore it gives an entirely different perspective relative to the origin and development of species, according to evolutionary theories. Life will continue on this sphere with such changes, mutations, and developments as circumstances and environment requires. Isn't it the truth, is what we are all after? Flip and chew on that one for a while, it will not go down well. Evolution by Darwinism is over. There is no harmony between revealed truths and the theories of flip and organic evolution. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Cass, for your input. As you know, there's been a long-running debate as to whether or not we can discover reasonable, natural scientific explanations for the origin of life without the need for divine intervention or even the discovery of characteristics of life that are best explained by an intelligent designer. And the debate continues and is centered sometimes on scientific considerations like the high probability or improbability of chance and the natural law doing the job in both philosophers and biologists it has become very difficult to define life. Some say life is like music. You can hear it, describe it, but you can't define it. Many say that science needs philosophy. In their arguments, they seem pretty valid, but what we are really doing, or what the question is, what are we really going after or trying to find? Are we trying to find the truth or muddy the waters? with man's own philosophy. And why does Darwinism claim to be the truth when it's only a theory? One of the big questions is that people keep saying, oh, I'm searching and I cannot find God, or I cannot find that greater power. Well, never unaided will anyone discover the truth about the beginning of human life. That must be revealed or remain unrevealed. The same is true of the facts about the origin of man. Only the one that created or the creator or the designer can reveal 
Some of those facts, however, are already known but are easily overlooked because they are so simple and don't fit the narrative. And also, some can't see the forest for the trees. Here's another one for you. How far can a dog run into the woods? Answer, halfway. Because if he runs any further, he's running out of the woods. Here's another question for you. Is this the first of such creations, or has there been an infinite number of worlds that have rolled into existence and have been inhabited, or even now being inhabited? Such details of the creative process in the order of events has been revealed, but only pertains to this earth, the one that we are on. It is falsely supposed that even those in astronomy is a modern science that through our telescopes by other means we have discovered for the first time some of the great truths relative to the heavens and the infinite number of spheres that roll through them. In reality, the great astronomers of all time lived in the early ages of the earth and received their knowledge by, quote, revelation, as we had mentioned before. It can only be revealed. They can search all they want, but until it's revealed, it is unrevealed. Many downplay ancient records and hide the writings of individuals like Moses. He saw many earths, but as far as our records have been revealed, Abraham stands preeminent as the greatest astronomer of all time. And this is the type of information that is not being studied or that has been put aside by Darwinists because only true philosophy and true science harmonize. There is no conflict. The more truth you find or that is revealed, the easier it is to recognize it and begin to see the deceptions and delusions in those that are not using their knowledge as described before. Good point, Sky. What it really comes down to is this. Either you are a flippin' Darwinist or maybe a Marxist socialist or even a follower of the mob, as I see it, or you do believe in something greater than yourself. However, if you are following the theistic approach as a theistic evolutionist, well, soon enough, you will find yourself drifting, devolving into Darwinism theology, and complaining, why am I so unhappy? So, my heck, disregarding any evidence, new evidence presented, scientific evidence, even specified evidence, presented by scientists like Stephen Myers, Jonathan Wells, Dembski, and Haig. That list just keeps growing. That would be about it for me, Scott. Okay, that would about wrap this episode up. Episode 27. We'd like to thank those that participated, both Jenny and Cass. And we'll continue on and hope to see you next time. See you later. Who are you? You don't put any stock in this mumbo-jumbo, do you? Actually, I do. Really?